Uh, I'd imagine Neil Wilson is a very happy man with the fields that have lobbed a full field in the Million Dollar Australian Guineas. And he's live out at Flemington, uh, where the big V-Boys will be this morning. Neil, good morning to you. Uh, It's looking like a cracking day on Saturday. It's fantastic, Michael, and what a great summer you've just given there. But uh, we're certainly delighted with the the breadth and depth of the fields and the guineas really shaping up as uh, one of the better additions we've seen for some time. Uh, We've got some huge Flemington meetings coming up, the Newmarket, the Australian Cup as well. And uh, the interest in these Festival of Racing Saturdays, uh, early ticket sales looking promising? Very good. Uh, We were delighted with uh, Black Caviar Lightning at 12,000 people, the biggest crowd we've mm. had for 10, year, 10 years since Black Caviar won the race, uh, uh, as it was the first year it was named in her, her honour. But uh, it's, that, that, that's given us a really good uh, set-up for what is going to be three wonderful Group 1 races across, across March, with uh, the 4th, the 11th and 25th of March and the All-Star Mile nestled in there as well. So great racing in Victoria uh, for the next four weeks. Gee, you would have been wrapped with the um, stats and the figures that came out yesterday, um, front page news, about the economic impact that the, the Melbourne Cup Carnival Cup Week has had here in Victoria, which made it the number one sport Australia-wide for uh, engagement and econo- economic turnover. It's a great result for the club, and I think <clears throat> it's got more publicity this year, Michael, than ever before. Uh, we have been the number one sport annual sport contributed to the economy for some time here in victoria uh, it's uh it's a lot more publicity i think coming off the back of COVID after two years of of pretty uh, subdued activity um even though we did pretty well during those years uh, all things considered that to bounce back to this level and be the number one uh, sport in this in regards to economic contribution to victoria is a wonderful achievement by the club and i think um <clears throat> if you look at the last 10 years uh the total is 3.6 billion dollars that's been created from the Melbourne Cup Carnival into the state of Victoria. So we're really uh, delighted that 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 is driven by a lot of things. Uh, Of course, our sport of racing is is central, but uh, the surround we have for our sport is is very different in some areas unique to our sport. When you think about things like fashion, with uh, over 220,000 items purchased for Cup Week last year, and the investment that's been made in that regard, um, you know, it's, it's an enormous investment of, of $51 million and then 226,000 beds as people visit uh, Victoria and visit Melbourne uh, to stay here for Cup Week. 60,000 people out of state uh, attendances to the, to the week. And these, these numbers are, are really important for our sport. They're really important for the Melbourne Cup Carnival and they're really important for Victoria. So we're delighted and uh, really delighted to be supporting uh, that level of tourism engagement and awareness. And a lot of it is driven also by our international coverage as well. We had a record 209 countries that were that we're able to watch, listen uh, to the Melbourne Cup uh, in 2022. And, uh, you know, that's, a, that's an audience reach of over 750 million people. So the Cup is alive and well, and uh, these numbers are supporting that. Speaking of the Melbourne Cup, and, and the other stat that was one in two um, Australian uh, adults had some engagement with that Melbourne Cup, which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, a few little tweaks for qualifying for this year's Melbourne Cup as well have just been announced. Yeah, so that's um, the tweaks there with the Andrew Ramsden staying at 2600, but also uh, the age uh, restriction, uh, three-year-olds and up, uh, is a change there. And uh, obviously the the Roy Higgins uh, will actually uh, provide the fifth uh, ballot-free race into this year's Lexus Melbourne Cup. So 
The road to the cup is already starting and uh, we're really looking forward to talking about it uh, as each month goes by now and uh, you know, it, it'll become stronger as the months go by and really looking forward to launching into a massive uh, cup week this, this, this year and also the, the Lexus Melbourne Cup uh, as those races uh, leading into start to take shape. Have there been any other changes that you are looking at for cup week? We know that um, the announcement of the, the Cox Plate staying in its traditional um, position, but there's been other major moves around that. Are there any changes for the four days at Flemington? Obviously, Champions Day was such a success last year. Have you got other changes you're looking to implement this Melbourne Cup week? Well, it's interesting, Michael, looking at the economic contribution of that $422.1 million and dissecting that, uh, which we don't sort of publicise all of the different views that we create, but Champion Stakes Day in the last day really pulled that number up. And it's interesting if you think about that initiative was really centred around culminating on the last Saturday, bookending Derby Day, having having Lexus Melbourne Cup take its... Uh, take its place on the first Tuesday of November. So we're really looking at, continue to look at the week and we continue to look at uh, each day and uh, you can expect us to be making some changes going forward across the week. But that Champions Stakes Day was uh, a real winner on many fronts and certainly made an impact on keeping people in Melbourne for that last day uh, from a tourism point of view and brought more people to the track than we expected and, and obviously uh, you know, impacted all of the variables in terms of accommodation and fashion and so forth. But uh, I mean, I think where the changes are made this year, it's interesting if you reflect on it, you know, it wasn't that long ago we had two metropolitan, metropolitan meetings after the last day of the Melbourne Cup Carnival and we've sort of gone back to that with some elevation of the races as well. So... Uh, you know, I think you know that it continues the the spring carnival a little longer, of course, and and everyone I think is behind trying to support uh, uh, that objective. But uh, I think where we've landed is a is a good outcome for for this year, and we'll continue to work on ideas uh, as to how to increase the Victorian racing industry's uh, profile and and economic situation. But for Cup Week, you can be guaranteed we're going to continue to work on it, and there'll be some more announcements in that regard. And just speaking of that, a quick one uh, SMS. Can you ask? Mr Wilson, when tickets go on sale for this year's Spring Carnival, I've got 10 mates in WA keen to come across and want to start planning. Uh, they're on sale very soon. Um, two week, 20, 25th of uh, March will there be on go. sale. Three weeks yeah, away. So, um, and uh, if that's not ac- uh, perfectly accurate, Michael, um, they can ring me and I'll, I'll organise them. Um, them on the waiting list. Perfect. I'll give you a number out after this. <laughs> Good on you, Neil. <laughs> Enjoy the long lunch and the build-up to Guinea's Day and the three Super Saturdays out at headquarters over the Festival of Racing. Thank you very much, Michael. Looking forward to it very much.